Hi, I'm Mario Guerra, the two-time former mayor of the great city of Downey. And I'm here with Eric Pierce, the great editor of the Downey Patriot. And you're watching, you're listening to Talking Downey with Mario and Eric. Mario, I've never asked you this before. How did you become a two and make it quick, but uh -huh. how did you become a two-time mayor of Downey and other council members aren't so lucky? Yeah, you know, that's crazy because you've got some great people that are only one-time mayors. You yeah. have uh, Dr. Roger Brosmer, yeah. one-time mayor. Dave Gaffin, one-time mayor. Uh, Rick Rodriguez, one-time mayor. Kirk Cartosian, one-time mayor. Keith McCarthy, one-time mayor. And I think it was that I became mayor pro tem my second year and then mayor my third year. That's, and, and that's was a, to become mayor pro tem or second year. It was kind of quick. Yeah. yeah. It was kind of quick on there. And uh, yeah, no, it was, it was, and, and again, I, I love being mayor. It's one of the greatest things that I've ever done in my life. But yeah, I, I so now they all kid me about it. Oh, the two timer, right? Yeah. So that's why I use it at the beginning on the no, two time sure. former mayor. Were you mayor your very last year in office? No, I was no. mayor my second to the last year. Second to last my year. My last year, I was was running for state senate that's right, that's um, right. and that's kind of one of the things that i do regret that there's some unfinished business on the council that i would have got to because what happens when when you're you're too busy running for senate i got a lot of things done the last year but there's some legacy or, or long-term projects that then the staff never finished but you know? you know and i remember that year very well because i remember you would bring up and i forget what the issues were specifically but you would bring up these issues at the city council meetings but I got the sense that the city staff was just kind of waiting you out. Yeah. Like they knew you were, you were going to be gone by the end of the year, mm -hmm. and they were just kind of waiting for that. There's two or three things that happen exactly that way. Yeah. The corner of Downey and Firestone, uh -huh. you know, that we did and so forth like that, it looks okay. That's not what they promised. That's not what we were doing because I was heavily involved in the downtown Downey. Uh, I was on that committee for eight years. So what the plans that we had and some of the things that we did are not what ended up happening. So you're, you're talking right. about the gateway? Uh, the, no, across through the gateway, the whole corner mm. of Downey and Firestone. You got okay. the D's in the crosswalk. Those crosswalks oh, were supposed to be right. inviting, yeah. supposed to be a lighting, some of the blinking things. There was all kinds of stuff that now the DDIA is looking to do and right. everybody else looking to do. But that should have been done in the downtown Downey in 2013, 14. But you're right. It, there's, I can name you 10 things that... You're right. The yeah. staff kind of wink, wink. Sure, council member. And I know that you weren't, <laughs> you, you, you didn't plan for it, but it would have been cool if you had run for Senate when you were mayor of Downey, right? Yeah. So if you were mayor of Downey your very last year yeah. and ran on the platform of the mayor of Downey, I think that could have helped you. Yeah. But of course, they didn't plan for it. That no. Way. Well, and the one thing that I really enjoyed is as as mayor the one thing you're being mayor is your agenda gets listened to more by the staff mm -hmm. and and you know i was there every day in the office no matter what for eight years that was my full time going into the office every day i'd develop a relationship with the staff so they knew where i was and i knew where they were um but the one thing that 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 i did enjoy that i didn't have to worry about campaigning mm -hmm. as mayor because i think some people want to oh yeah they want to use the mayorship as a reelection platform or so forth. Of course. I want to get stuff done. So I enjoyed, I put all my time into that and then you can, I didn't have to worry about elections. Well, I would, I would think too that you're, you're more free to vote on certain things in certain ways without having to worry 
about how it could impact yeah. your reelection. You, you know what? That was never an issue for me because I made myself a promise that I would always vote what I thought was in the best interest of the city. And I always did that. When people would abstain, first of all, if you have to abstain, you shouldn't be on the dais. I mean, because mm-hmm. sometimes you're right. If you're, you know, if they're doing something close to your house, you have to abstain, but you have to leave the dais, you mm-hmm. know, if, if you have a true conflict sure. of interest. Don't, and I tell this to elected officials, don't get elected and then be a wimp and not vote, mm-hmm. okay? Because if you have to abstain on something, it's only because of a conflict of interest, right. not because you don't know what you're doing or you don't want to do it because you're going to get hit. Exactly. So, no, I never once abstained on there that, that on a vote. And number two, you do what you think is right for the community, and then you should be able to explain it. Yeah. Just like we're going to do right now on something on the Planning Commission. Yes. That's so a you, good lead in, it, huh? it, it is. Because <laughs> you're, and I give you credit, Mario, because you're, you're, you, you never shy away, but you're, you're kind of on, on the, in the hot seat right now. Because a big issue that happened recently in Downey. I'm not, but okay, that's your opinion, but thank you. <laughs> okay, maybe, maybe that was a bad, bad phrasing. I'm teasing you. Yeah, I'm yeah. Teasing you. Um, but a big issue, uh, planning commission, so you're on the planning commission. I proudly serve from Councilman Hector Sosa pointed mm-hmm. me on that because he wanted some experience, and I mm-hmm. love it, and I, I proudly serve him on that. And, uh, and, and so the commission recently voted, and correct me if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. uh, the, you voted to – to approve plans to build uh, three townhomes uh, in downtown Downey on Lorena. So it calls for uh, demolishing a single family home and replacing it with with townhomes. Um, the decision wasn't very popular on social media when it was shared on social media. Give us a little bit of background what happened right. and right. what happened at the meeting. And that's why I told people, watch the video, watch the tape of the actual meeting that, that happened. And, so it came to the Planning Commission. There's a 1923 bungalow on the corner of Downey and Lorena. Okay, so it had gone for sale, sold for nine hundred and some odd thousand dollars. So it was sold already, mm-hmm. and then it goes to and these people are a developer, but they're here in Downey. They, they're mm-hmm. actually residents of Downey, which does shouldn't and doesn't really come into play whatsoever. But they came before the Planning Commission to have this changed into a three-story uh, uh, condos in the front and, t- and two in the back mm-hmm. uh, on that corner lot. And uh, it's a beautiful design. It looks really nice. I think it's out of character with the neighborhood, but it's beautiful. And it's too tall. It's, thir- it's three stories high, the front part of it. And you have, um, you have a lot of multifamilies on that whole block around mm-hmm. there and stuff like that. You know, Lorena has a lot of multifamily. Mm-hmm. But right next door happens to be a single-family dwelling. So things that happen there, like, for example, the fire department, uh, from a safety standpoint, uh, wants the, in front of the house, in front of the units to be painted red so the fire truck can park there in case of fire and go over to the back. So you lose, like, three or four parking spots mm-hmm. like there. Um, so again, it was a tough decision. Staff was recommending it mm-hmm. because the codes allowed it. Mm-hmm. And if you watch it, we pressed him on it, you know, and there was a lot of things like the setbacks to the house next door that the developer, the owner developer, uh, you know, voluntarily moved things back on, mm-hmm. okay, from the wall, the more setback and stuff. I was still opposed to it. I said, listen, I don't want to live next door and look up at a three-story. Other. Mm-hmm. So, so what happened is... A couple things that came out of it, okay? Uh, all four planning commissioners, Carrie Uva, Horacio Ortiz, Miguel Duarte, and myself, we had a really good dialogue up there, okay? So if you listen to the tape, we all had the same concerns with staff. 
we all had we all complimenting him on the beauty of the building. It's a beautiful building. To me, the people that use the historical preservation always say it's out of character for the neighborhood when the McMansion started, if you mm -hmm. will. That's exactly what I use. I mm -hmm. even use those words in there. I'm quoting the historical preservation. So two things happen here. First of all, we can't save the house. Everybody's mm -hmm. saying, oh, this cute little bungalow. Okay, forget that. That's not up to our privy because it's code. There's no reason the owner bought it. They're going to mm -hmm. demolish it, period. Mm -hmm. There's nothing the city can do to stop that, okay, period. Nothing the planning committee. Even if we didn't approve it, it would just delay the inevitable. Mm -hmm. But they bought it to tear it down. Mm -hmm. So I feel bad. It's a cute little bungalow. Mm -hmm. But this is America. They own it. They mm -hmm. bought it. The other part at work here was that how, how about the neighbors? So the one thing that we all cons were concerned about, that the neighbors all get notices. And the city staff told us they everybody got at least a 10-day notice. Mm -hmm. We know that that's fact because one of the neighbors did come. Mm -hmm. And they gave us a list of sort of demands, things mm -hmm. that they would like to see. They said, we understand capitalism at work and they're going to build this. Mm -hmm. But, like, for example... One thing that happened, great dialogue there, that they wanted if, if when, the, when the project is being built, can they put the wall up first so that way their backyard is not exposed, okay? Mm -hmm. Reasonable. The owner developer said, of course. Mm -hmm. And by the way, can you make it a block wall instead of a wooden fence so we got on there? Of course. So mm -hmm. check, check. And we made all these things as condition of the, the mm -hmm. permit, if you will. The second one was, can you give us 10 days notice when you're going to compact the ground so we can move out for a couple of days because we got a new baby? Oh my, mm -hmm. Of course, no problem. Can you enclose the trash bins on there so they're enclosures so you can't see them? There's no on there? Of course, mm -hmm. done, check. So there's, uh, and I believe there's two or three other conditioners similar to that. Mm -hmm. So this one neighbor was very willing and they live literally next door, mm -hmm. okay? Um, so that kind of made it a little bit easier for us. I still, we, t we asked the, the owner if they can lower it to a two-story on there. They said, no, they got to go back to the drawing board. Mm -hmm. Staff was recommending it. We said to staff, we don't like it, but this is up to code and everything's out. So they did. Mm -hmm. And so when it came up to vote, it could have gone either way. Mm -hmm. And if you watch the video, I literally, when the first vote came up, no. And then the second one came up, yes. So remember, if it's a 2-2 two -two tie, it goes back to mm -hmm. the drawing board on there. Mm -hmm. And I kept processing it on there, the legality of it, the, the property owner's rights, uh, and so forth. And then I tried to weigh it to the neighbors, the neighborhood, the height, and so forth. So it ended up being a 3-to-1 vote. But literally, you can watch us. There was a palatable you know, 30 seconds to a minute where nobody did anything on the mm -hmm. dais. So that's the way I justified it. Number one is property owner's rights went out. Nothing we could do about the property itself. Just we couldn't save mm -hmm. it. That's over. And then we could talk about the historical preservation ordinance. You know, you and I have talked about it. We can do that. But that's it. It's mm -hmm. just that simple that it, and they won out on, on and the staff recommended and it's within code. So, yeah, okay, so no, I have a couple of questions. Sure. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I agree with you. I, I think they're beautiful, and I got pushback on this. I think they're beautiful structures, but they are out of character for mm -hmm. that for that neighborhood. So considering that this, that this project meets the code, on what grounds could you have voted against it? Well, that's the whole point. 
just just because I don't like it. I mean, right. I, I kind of try to f- find some finding on there. Uh, so you 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 can answer. And the one that the one that always kept being thrown in our face in the past was it's out of character with mm-hmm. the neighborhood. There's a very loosely wording one ordinance mm-hmm. on there that they use for the McMansion. Mm-hmm. So technically, maybe that I could have mm-hmm. pushed on that and so forth, mm-hmm. but. Um, yeah, and, and, and that made more sense back, you know, in the early two thousands. Yeah. I think when when we had more ranch homes and those were being demolished right. and we were building yeah. McMansions. At yeah. that point, that made perfect sense. Right. But now in that area, there's no standard, uh, you know, architectural yeah. type there. No, no. But these are definitely going to stick out when they're built. Yeah, I mean, being three stories and just yeah. the, what, what is it, Mediterranean, Mediterranean, Tuscan, Mediterranean. Tuscan. Mediterranean. And they're beautiful, but yeah. they're, it's definitely going to stick out there. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, it's like, you know, you look, okay, so Olsen Homes, you and I are familiar with the Olsen Home project. Olsen Homes is looking over on the island to build mm-hmm. on there, uh, and they're going to be Tuscan. But that's a whole, you know, 30, 40 units and so mm-hmm. forth, a condo for, for retail market on there. And Olsen Homes done a good job. This is one individual project that if you made a whole block or 20 or 30 condos this style, it would be great. Uh, but yeah, Lorena is, is a heavily multifamily street. Mm-hmm. Parking is going to be tough. It's going to continue. You're losing three spaces. But the one answer we got from city staff and the planning department was that you know they have to park the cars on on site. So they all have garages and they have their own parking spot on mm-hmm. on site. So, but what does that mean? So, but this because the city can't force them where to park you, you, you tell them to you're right but yeah mm-hmm. if i parked two blocks away and walked over to my house i can do that now at home i can do that now in lorena mm-hmm. so and you but, know what to, to me being in downtown downtowns are meant to be more walkable communities yeah. so i'm not so much concerned about the parking but, right. i mean parking is terrible there right now anyways right. Right. But it's meant to be a walkable community. Right. I would hope as a city, we, we need to make the city more walkable. That includes building sidewalks and right. getting people out right. of the street. Right. And it, it just kind of goes along with yeah. it. So one th- good thing that really came out of this, okay, and we all pushed, all four of us on the planning commission, we want to make sure that when any project comes, that the neighborhood knows about it. Okay, they did. They gave. They sent out notices. They mailed out notices. Well, all oh, in ten days, and obviously they got it because the person mm-hmm. behind them got it, right? Mm-hmm. But they need to do more. If I'm living next door to you and you're going to start tearing down your mm-hmm. thing in a big project, mm-hmm. I want somebody to deliver something to me. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about that now. How do we get more information? Mm-hmm. So they could have been there at the right. planning commission meeting. But so what difference would they have made? Because do you now reject the project because the people don't like it? Because the developer can say, well, I'm sorry you don't like it, but it meets you, the code. You, you can't, number one, is the one person that was there and there, we made modifications and conditions mm-hmm. on undoing over simple things that weren't costly, that were common sense for the neighbors. So we maybe there's other things that the other neighbor mm-hmm. wanted or could mm-hmm. see on there within reason. I mean, so. uh, relatively minor things. So, I mean, well, yeah, well, check out. this out. So one of the things, you won't believe this, mm-hmm. the code in Downey for construction, okay, in a residential area is 7 a.m. to 9 p.m. Mm-hmm. To 9 p.m., mm-hmm. okay? Nobody should be working out there at 8 o'clock at night and on there. I'm trying to eat dinner and the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So we did talk to the developer there, 
and the developer says, oh, no, we'll, we'll, we'll change that. Well, you can make it part of a condition, uh, you know, from seven to four. And I laughed. I go, don't shoot yourself in the foot. Mm -hmm. You know, seven to six is reasonable, sure. right? And everybody agreed, and then the neighbors agreed. Mm -hmm. So that's part of the conditions. So, you know, I remember my second meeting on the council back in 2007. So the planning, the, it came out before the dais. There was going to be a new street opened up in front of Imperial uh, School artists or, or something like that, that it was going to have a left-hand turn open, and that street had always been closed off. Mm -hmm. So I brought up to Desi Alvarez, the public works director, I go, have you notified everybody on that street? That's going to change their mm -hmm. life. People are from Imperial are going to be turning in there as That's a right. shortcut to get to Gardendale. Mm -hmm. And, well, we sent them all notices. Did you get any notices now? So I begged the rest of the council, can we prolong this two weeks while we gave them notice? Right. And I said, you write me up something, and I will personally deliver it to mm -hmm. everybody on those blocks. That mm -hmm. was in my district. So they weren't happy, the public works, on there. oh, we've been working two weeks. Right. So the council says, of course. So I personally went and knocked on all those doors. They're like, you're going to open that up, so now there's going to be cars going mm -hmm. there as a shortcut to right. avoid Paramount Boulevard? And they all showed up to the next meeting. There was literally 20-some-odd mm -hmm. homeowners. And yeah. guess what? If you drive down in front of Imperial High School, mm -hmm. the median was the, the left-hand turn was already done, but there's a median, mm -hmm. and there's you can't turn left. It's mm -hmm. got a left-hand turn with you can't no place right. to turn. And that's because the power of the neighborhood, sure. the power of the people, if you will. So because that's on there. Yeah, let them have their say. They live absolutely. there. Absolutely. You know, and most people, you know, they're busy. Yeah. They're, they have work and yeah. they might have kids and they have life going on. And I think for the most part, yeah. they trust their council representatives to yeah. make the right decision, to well, advocate on their behalf. See, and that's the thing is to, to be involved or to know. Right. So here, that public works director He's long gone. I mean, it's not his fault. I mean, he's retired no, yeah, and the whole sure. thing. He's long gone. Those people still live there. Yeah. Okay, I'm out of office. Mm -hmm. Okay, and I, but I, and I, but they still live there. Right. If that would have been open, that would have been a household now for the last 15 years. Right. So again, there's a lot of different things on there that listening to the neighborhood is always important. Go the extra mile. I think the planning department and the city heard that. They're going to talk to the city manager about it. Uh, it just. Can you can you you know can you hand deliver a notice within ten houses around? That's right. not extra time. Or give it to us, the planning commission. We'll do it yeah. to make sure that people understand. Yeah. You know, so well, maybe we can post the rendering of the new town homes sure. and you sure. know give us you know push your comments. Yeah. Let us know what you think of this uh, of this project. It's going up and it's you know it's it's coming. Yeah. yeah. I answered a couple of the the things on the Downey Patriot. Uh, on the Instagram because again I get it it was a tough call mm -hmm. and uh, ultimately property owners rights went out one out and you know if there's if there if you watch the video and it's on the city of Downey's website under videos for planning commission on there it was just the, the last one it could have gone either way and it was a tough call we got to make tough decisions and, uh, you know, we mm -hmm. erred on that side. So, yeah. and so please, and I'm so sorry, it's a beautiful, cute little bungalow. Uh, that, but it's, not, it's, I don't know, it's less than a thousand square foot. It's 900 and some odd thousand dollars. Mm -hmm. So the land was worth, worth more than that. Sure, so, for sure. And, and the historical preservation, we've talked about that, okay? That it's, here. Well, we don't have one. We don't have one. But see, so let's say I own that bungalow, mm -hmm. okay? That is less than nine, you know, 900 square feet for 950,000, whatever it went. Mm -hmm. Don't quote me exactly sure. on the numbers. So if there's a historical preservation, you can't 
it won't allow me to sell it to somebody. It'll lose some of the value. But again, it should be my choice as the property owner. Once before I buy it. I a hundred percent, a hundred percent. But I, I don't necessarily agree that you're going to lose value because there's a lot of people. Because that's subjective. There's a lot of sure. people who want to live. Sure. I used to live in a little bungalow sure. in downtown Whittier. Sure. And it's the cutest little thing. Sure. You know, it's 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 but, charming. But, but that should be up to me, the property owner, whether it adds value, or me, the new person going to buy it, whether it adds value or not. I get it. But you but know? what's happening though is we ha- when we start losing all these homes and we're replacing them with condos as a city as a whole we're just losing our character yeah. as a whole we're losing yeah. it and it's yeah well and there's partly of that is sacramento mm-hmm. sacramento has mandated first of all the adus uh, that you have to allow that whether we want it or not we're mm-hmm. starting to lose the character on that mm-hmm. you got a lot new more housing because we're landlocked and they they sacramento demanded mm-hmm. you're going to allow more new housing to be built, but, but uh, sure, you know? but also because there's the communities and Downey, you know, this Downey included that make it really hard for certain developers to build housing when they want to. Yeah, there, there, there's That's available kind of, land yeah. and they want to build housing, yep. and, the, and the city's putting up roadblocks. Absolutely, there's a couple of projects you and I know that right. that, that you can do that and help go through the uh, the arena numbers. Yeah. So, anyways, I want to ask you, Mario, um, you recently, I hope you don't mind me sharing, but I know you recently met with the city attorney the new city attorney mm-hmm. john funk and our uh, city manager yeah uh what was your takeaways can you talk about what you, what you discussed um was it positive what happened so so two things so let me talk about the new city attorney okay uh he's great he well i mean again in, in a short conversation and that planning committee meeting and and going over his history and stuff so he's a Downey guy, okay? I mean, his grandparents were one of the founders at St. Raymond's. He used to be at OPH, so he's a Downey guy. I think he went to Downey High School, graduated mm-hmm. from Downey High. So he's coming back home, always knows the community. I can't tell you what a relief that is. Not that anybody that didn't come to Downey that, you know, doesn't make them bad or something. Mm-hmm. But he knows it. He sure. knows the character, the, yeah. the, the landscape. And so, yeah. so to have him as our city attorney, wow. And he you know, wants he wants to be here. He wants to be mm-hmm. here. He came back home. He chose that. So God bless. I'm so mm-hmm. proud of the city council. They did the right choice. I'm telling you, there's city attorneys in the southeast area that I was scared to death that were applying that it would it, the city attorney is a gatekeeper in so many ways, and so is the yeah. city manager. But there's a lot of you know bad things that could happen, you know, uh, you know, fried chicken kind of stuff that happens on there, especially with city attorneys. And we've seen it in other cities. Mm-hmm. So they, so that was a relief. Okay. We've been in turmoil since Yvette Garcia, the, the interim ones we had were fine, but now it's like, yay. Okay. That's good. Yeah. So, and I felt that same way about Roger Bradley. So here's a stand up guy. He was chosen out of a big field. Okay, got the the street cred, the credentials for it. Wanted this wanted this job. Um, you know, a veteran that that learned his chops on there, had moved up through assistant city manager, been in a couple of different places. Uh, good family man, and just all the all the mm-hmm. he's got all the check marks. But I like him. He's a solid stand up thinker. Uh, I was happy to have some of the answers that he gave on certain things about just in general topics. So he gets yeah. it mm-hmm. and he gets the things from Downey in the direction that he wants. So um, 
big worry. We've been we've talked about it right here on the show. Mm-hmm. The instability in our city right. after Gilbert left and Yvette Garcia left and Aldo Schindler left and all these top people. So we're getting some of that. Sure. The one thing that that we don't have, and one thing he did bring up, and he asked me about a couple of things and stuff that we don't have institutional history, right. okay? Um, and But we have enough former mayors that could provide that, and, and I told him too. I'll gladly give you the honest truth of why we didn't turn that. I mean, I just told you some things today that mm-hmm. maybe people don't know that we did in the past, mm-hmm. right? Because yeah. it's it's just institutional history. Sure. So so he appreciated that. I think he's a stand-up guy. I'd love to have him on the show uh, so we can, people can listen to him and hear him directly. I think we did we. Uh, the city did good. I, I'm really happy with both of those. Good. So that's good to know, hear. It and makes me optimistic about our good, community. Good, because we haven't been able to say that for a while, <laughs> no. for two years now. No. So the, the, like, one, the one thing to watch is now. I know you hate this, but but the election, mm-hmm. we get certain things on the election. Things cannot turn. No, it's, nice, it's, it's true. You know. And I was about to go in that direction Sorry. too, because no, you're, you're you're right. It can go good or bad, depending on who's elected. But now, either way, after November, we're actually going to have a little bit of stability. Yeah. And the city can really start moving forward and yeah. solidifying what they want to do for the next yeah. 10 years or so, whatever. Because yeah. there's big things, on the, big things on the horizon. I would say topping the list would be the Columbia Space Center. Yeah. And there's still That's over huge. by the promenade. There's a land right. that has to be developed. Right. Hotel, available for development it should be a hotel back there and and there's the studies for it all kinds of different things that are going on there the, the south rancho campus we got to keep rancho. an eye on that to make sure that it doesn't become certain things mm-hmm. you know <laughs> yeah i mean we should at least be aware of what's happening yeah and so no i'm i'm glad to hear that you're optimistic and, i am these mm-hmm. are solid people on there and you know what's funny is right now it just made me think with instability it, it just seems like a different lifetime ago. But mm-hmm. have you heard anything about, has anybody ever seen Catherine Alvarez or Sean Ashton? <laughs> you know, no. I don't mean to laugh. It's just kind of, they just fell off the face. And, and Sean, he, he votes to fire the city manager. And then Sean, I got to resign and leave. <laughs> Sean was the most disappointing for me. Honestly, yeah. Sean. Because he, when he was elected, he was elected based on this, you know, this grassroots guy, you know, I want to fix your streets. I'm just a, I'm a teacher. I want to help. And he got elected. And I think he, that could have been his legacy, but he screwed it up. Yeah. He screwed it up when he voted to get rid of, of Gilbert with no explanation. That yeah. was my big thing. With yeah. no explanation. And he just disappeared. Yeah. It was kind of cowardly to yeah. me. Resign. Who resigns with six months to go? And I'm sorry, unless you're moving out of state, a promotion. So maybe you don't put in as many hours. He never put a lot of hours in anyways. It, it, so. it, was, it was disappointing. Yeah. And, I mean, Catherine got what? what she deserved yeah. and what the residents wanted yeah. you know i mean the residents voted for her and the, re- the residents took well, her out yeah, yeah. um but and we kind of saw that one coming right. but sean was the most i don't know yeah. i've never seen i haven't him. seen him since i mean it's been yeah a year no, and a half or whatever and i haven't really looked yeah either, so but know. look at the instability of having you know donald laplante and then timothy horn in there for short term i'm not putting down the individuals but it's just, you know, they don't have any knowledge of city government mm-hmm. or what to do or what down there. So it just, we lost yeah. something there. We did. But Downey's moving forward. And, yep. Yeah. You know. I'm excited. I really am. Either way, Post- Downey moves forward. Yes. That's my big thing, you know. And uh, I, I feel like, and no offense to you, Mar, like our local government representatives, our city council is so important. But the residents 
are at the top of the Absolutely. food chain. The Absolutely. residents are the, what Absolutely. makes Downey special. Absolutely. And, and you know, we kind of took back our city. Mm-hmm. Remember, I still live here. And yeah. We all do. And then for that reason on there. So we took our city back and we're pushing forward. So that's great to hear. So. Yeah. Um, oh, so uh, we'll talk about uh, you have a great new magazine here that you put out for the city of Downey. Yeah, so the uh, Downey celebrating 150 50 years. years. Yeah, this whole week has been great. There's been yeah. events. By the time you get this, it'll be over. Right. Uh, but Saturday night's the big 150th anniversary at City Hall. You know, it was nice to get an invitation as a former mayor. Yeah. So, you know, good. I'm going to have to put but, on a coat. But, <laughs> you know what? There were some good events, and I, I keep talking about, like, you were talking about notifications. I didn't know about some of the stuff happening. There yeah. were tours of the Downey Cemetery. I didn't yeah, know. Yeah, last Sunday. Of yeah. the Assistance League. Um, there is a walking tour of downtown Downey yeah. coming up. But I feel like the city could do a better job of yeah. notifying people. Okay, so how would you do that? Seriously. So you're 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 king of the city and you can notify anyway. How would you do would you because I kind of feel the same way at times, uh-huh. but then I don't have all the answers. So seriously, what what should they do when Costs is no money, no no sure. issue, which it always is. But how would you do it? Two things: social okay. media uh-huh. and tell the Downey Patriot. Okay, because <laughs> and I know I'm biased, but the Downey Patriot has sure. outlets and sure. to to get the so word. So you don't out. get press notices and stuff like no, that. Okay, no. that's sad. I used to. Yeah, we we used to, but the number and the city recently hired somebody. I'm not going to okay. say I don't want to say names, but the, yeah. they recently hired somebody to replace somebody who lost who right. we lost during that whole instability. Yeah. yeah, but but we we weren't getting press releases. Okay, uh, but just get that information out there yeah. and let people know. Just a simple. Instagram posts say, hey, yeah. we're doing yeah. tours of the historic Downey Cemetery. Come join us. Right. We, you would get people there who would right. be interested in right. it. Okay. But All just right. put a little bit of effort into it, I feel like. So if you're listening, anybody from the city on there, send it to Eric at the Downey Patriot dot com. Thank you. Okay. Send him a, send him a press release or a paragraph. Just an email. It, it doesn't email. even have to be formal. Just a little email. <laughs> it is your email, there. right? It is. Okay. Email. So that one's okay. Mm-hmm. I, I knew that. That's why. Mm-hmm. Eric at the Downey Patriot dot com. So, all right, folks, we'll listen on uh, there. Good. This is a good subject matter. Yeah. I'm glad we talked about it. We'll move forward on that. And uh, I hope this was helpful to people. That was a good conversation. Yeah. Anytime. That's the one thing. Anytime has any issues, I will explain my thinking our thinking process it may not be what you like you may mm-hmm. not like what we just talked about yeah. tearing that down but it is the truth and that's how they voted so yeah anyway stay informed stay involved make sure you vote the ballots are out there take a look at your candidates thank so, you to our sponsor they, oh my gosh i forgot financial that. partners financial credit partners union. credit union it makes this possible so thank yeah, you for thank reminding you for me that. so we appreciate it so thanks for listening to talking downy with mario and eric